Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 11. All right, so this is a lot of fun. Uh, I was in New York a month ago doing stand-up at uh, Comics, and what's great about going to New York is that I get to see comics that I love that I don't ever get to see the rest of the year because they live there and I live in L.A. So uh, this is a twofer. Uh, I crammed in uh, two comics into one podcast right before one of the shows. So the first one will be Eugene Merman, who was amazing, uh, and then after that, uh, God's Pottery, who uh, also who opened for me for the for the entire week. So uh, you will hear a very subtle transition in between the two, and uh, you'll get a twofer. So enjoy Eugene Merman and God's Pottery. Also want to say that uh, May 11th in Los Angeles will be the second Nerdist Podcast Live. It's going to be an all-musical show with Paul and Storm and uh, Mike Furman, who's half a hard and firm, and then also Tom Lennon of Reno 911, and a special guest who I can't mention but is mega awesome. So you can get details for that at Nerdist.com. So enough of my blabbing, and uh, here's Nerdist Podcast number 11 with Eugene Merman, and then subsequently, God's Pottery. Now entering Nerdist.com. Let's do it. So uh, we're starting the. Probably get ah. to the bathroom there. Yeah. Make sure you get a sound in the bathroom. Matt Myra has just arrived. Matt Myra might have a harrowing tale of journeying. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just going to Queens accidentally. Just have my headphones on. And... Does anyone go there on purpose? I don't even know the city. Point. I'm just making a regional joke. We're recording and eating. Yeah, we just just came in. Yeah. Um, we're in the green room at Comics, um, doing a show tonight, and one of the guest sets is Eugene Merman, who I've been friends with for many years, and I adore, and um, you're one of my favorite comedians, Eugene Merman. And Thank I, you. I have your... Chris Hardwick. I listen to your CD, I listen to your, I'm not even a CD, your Digibum, uh, your digital offering. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was fantastic. Fucking Thank fantastic. Thank you. So, um, are you getting ready for something that you're um, doing a drop-in spot? Uh, I'm... Just making a tape, like a five-minute tape to, like you used to send to Kimmel. 
Uh-huh. And then uh, whoever else puts comics on television. But I think <laughs> it's just Kimmel. It's not a lot. Do you, hey, Matt, do you want to plug the headphones in just to make yeah. sure the mic sounds yeah. okay? Um, yeah, it's not, you know... There were those great days when you know every show like you could like comics could do the rounds on any show, and then now it just sort of feels like um, yeah, there's not really a lot of comedy on the late night shows anymore. Like you see it maybe once a week occasionally, right. but it's not it's certainly not what it was. Yeah, but luckily there's channels devoted to it entirely, <laughs> so everything's fine. Really, just the one. <laughs> yes. Well, USA. TMT, right? USA. Yeah. 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 TBS. We know funny. They do know. Funny. I, I think. I think. Is that what they know? That's what that's what they claim to know. Yeah, they stuff. claim to be very funny. I didn't know they actually. I think for a knew while they were doing it. I think for a while part of it was, hey, we're a comedy telethon and we're calling up and someone would be like, oh, yeah. my dog just shit on my cake. Is that funny? And they'd be like, hang on, yep, that's funny. TNT has that drama. weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. TNT knows drama. USA welcomes characters. <laughs> um, no way. USA characters welcome. Oh, characters yeah. welcome. Yeah. yeah. So Especially minorities. Yep. Any kind of crazy character. Yeah. Um, to the television industry, minorities are by default characters. They're, they are goofballs. Uh, in the television industry. In the television defense. world. We're not saying that as part of our credo. No. But we're saying as far as TV is concerned. We don't make TV. We just watch it. We just, we just yeah. consume it. We just consume racist Their television. Fault. Some people consume racist television. <laughs> we frown at it, but consume it uh, at the same time. Um, do you... So... Yeah, I would have thought where I mean, I feel like you have a great following. People know who you are. I, I'm I'm surprised that they make you send in a tape anymore. They're not just well. Like, I never I've never done uh, the show. Oh really? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That, I mean, no one. It's not like I'm, my hand is being forced. I like <laughs> I'd like to do a thing, and I'm making a tape and sending it. Like it's not. Uh, you know, it's not like, how dare you? Right. You I find- wrote jokes in my head, and I'll show you them when they're airing. <laughs> Are you finding it hard to whittle down a five-minute set? Like, um, I don't know. We'll find out tonight. I mean, I think that what I... I have a lot of stuff that involves, like, little pieces of paper and stuff. Yeah. And I have some stuff that's just me talking. So I don't know if shows will put on someone being like, I brought these weird pieces of paper, but maybe. Well, if you're, if you're submitting to Kimmel, he, he likes... I mean, we did hard and firm. We did a couple hard yeah. and firm sets on Kimball, and he's, you know, he's had on people like Eddie Pepitone and Todd Glass, and they, he's left them do yeah. experimental stuff. The only yeah. problem, the only, like the, the the thing that you can face uh, with the Kimmel audience is that um, the in, the immediate studio audience, and I apologize to anyone who's listened to this podcast who's been in the Kimmel studio audience. <laughs> there's a lot of mouth breathers. Like they they kind of wander in off Hollywood Boulevard, right across from mm-hmm. Hollywood and Highland, which is a big touristy complex, yeah. and. Where all those people dress up in superhero outfits and take pictures of people. Yeah. And, you know, they get into the studio and it's just, there's lights and a band and famous people and they just don't know where to focus. Like, it can be a little hard to focus that that crowd. I mean, I've, I, the first time we went on, we played our American Dinosaur song and I think people cheered more every time they heard the word America than, than actually <laughs> dinosaurs. that we were talking about dinosaurs. And then the second time... We did our Spanish heart song, El Corazon, and they, they didn't. They were just sort of like, "Well, I, eh." I mostly look forward to trying to kill in front of uh, homeless people and tourists. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you can get that crowd, you got the, you get the right spot. Then, yeah. then, yeah, then I can appeal to all of America. Homeless word of mouth is where it starts, and there's a trickle down effect because go. They catch the rails and they spread it throughout the country. That's right. I mean, I find you know any any crazy thing that you hear a homeless person say to themselves, they're just redoing a bit that they liked. So exactly. That's actually what you got to keep in <laughs> that's, mind. That's how you know you've succeeded. Yep. When homeless people mumble the things you noticed homeless. about a mall. Crazy pigeons. <laughs> uh, fucked my eye holes. Oh, I think that was a Pat Oswalt bit. Oh, yeah. thank you, homeless guy. I would love it if that's where it turned out he got all his tags. That <laughs> <laughs> like sits in the park writing shit down, being like, perfect, that's how it describes sex. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I have an NPR chunk now. Um, but I, I've, I've, I've often been envious of the New York comedians because you guys can actually go up multiple times a night for an, an audiences of people and, you know. Right. Like, if you go up more than a couple times a week in L.A., I feel like it's a goddamn victory. Really? Is it that hard? Can't yeah. you just keep going before sketch troops at UCB? <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are rooms, but they don't, you know, like... They don't have an audience. No. Or, or they have an audience, but it's... They're all... It's just not... Yeah, I mean, actors. just scattered and uh, desolate. LA, it's LA, hard to you, travel around. L.A., you have to know where you, you have to go up places on purpose. You don't just right. stumble into places like in New York. So it's it's a little bit more of a challenge. So when you, you, know, you come out here, you get to perform a couple shows in a night, and you're like, oh, right. Right, it can be this way. Right. So uh, well, you're all invited to move here. Yay! <laughs> I'm sure the other comics will love that. Yeah. Especially, you get down to the Comedy Cellar, and which I've never I've never performed at the comedy cellar. I actually never have either. And the one time I was going to ask, one of the regular comedy cellar performers was like, "Don't even fucking try." It's like it's like a <laughs> it's like a closed community here, you know, it's kind of chest butting, mm-hmm. you know, but conversationally. And I was like, you know, I don't. That's not really the vibe that I want to, you know. You come you come to a place like comics where we're at now, and. It's just a really nice vibe. Like the room is gorgeous and the food right. is good and the people seem nice and right. Though I've heard that in the stuff I've seen at the cellar that it's one of I don't know that it's uh, I guess pleasant is the wrong word to describe it. <laughs> um, but where it's like a good like I've seen people try really weird stuff there. Mm-hmm. I mean I know that it's sort of clicky and clubby mm-hmm. and stuff. But in terms of but you you have a chance of genuinely seeing something good while probably at like another comedy club mm-hmm. uh, you would see only terrible stuff <laughs> <laughs> like meeting of that kind of thing where they put on like eight ten comics in a night that sort of right you know well that's that's LA comedy you can't do you know you really can't do more than uh, 15 like 15 is really kind of pushing it right at, at, at that's when you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man, man the mat did fucking 15 minutes you saw it didn't see the light <laughs> um, but how you know how how have you how's your following? I mean, like, like they're, they're so powerful. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there are Mermanites all over the place. Like when I when I travel other places, when mm-hmm. I when I go to other towns, and people will come up and they'll talk to me about other comics they like, and your name always comes up. I uh, you know they exist. Uh, I think they they I mean they can hide. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, often it, like I'll come to a town to do a show. And then I'll run into people who are like, I didn't know you were doing a show in town. So mm-hmm. that's always my problem, figuring out how to let the people who would have wanted to know. Are you, how do you feel, are you using social networking tools? Oh my god, I sure am. I mean, and I keep texting people. I'll come to a city, <laughs> I'll, I'll text all the numbers that I see all over the place. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I use, I use them. You um, primarily rock clubs too, right? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, people come out. I mean, I, uh, what I mean to say is... No one sees you ever. I perform to no one all over this great country. Why do you... And then when I walk out of the club, everyone's like, what are you doing in our city? Yeah. Um, I'm doing comedy. Oh, we'll do it now for free. Yes. No. No, I have a sweet following. Uh, I have no idea. I, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I love social... No, media. I mean, I do like Twitter and stuff. Um, what, uh, you were touring, you were, were you opening for Hodgman for a while? No. Were you performing with Hodgman? I've certainly done a bunch. You were with Concords. I mean, like, there was I toured with Concords, That's yeah. what it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that uh, in the Midwest, then I did the L.A. show. Um, but that was super fun. Those shows were great. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Better than Cake? Um, for, for comedy, yeah. yeah. I mean, better yeah. than touring. In general, though, I tour with bands... Kick the, uh, kick the band or kick, kick the, the food? band. He yeah. opened up for just an awesome I, for a really delicious uh, and like suckling pig. It was just guys. Like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to your headline uh, the entree in a second, but uh, <laughs> yeah, before I do, <laughs> I would love to tour opening for delicious. I love. I loved uh, when, when I was when I still worked at MTV and used to drink heavily. I got obnoxiously drunk with John McRae from yeah. Cake uh, a couple times and super super cool yeah yeah guy. he's a great guy I mean when I go to San Francisco I see him still I toured with him a few years ago but yeah he's a great guy how did their fans how did, how did their fans take you um, it was actually it was Cake Tegan and Sarah and Gogo Bordello and then oh. me I'm seeing and the way it would work is I could go up at the very beginning and do whatever mm-hmm. and then like uh, and then Tegan and Sarah would play and then I could do like like less before like five them, and then jokes. when it was time to go on before cake, people were just chanting cake. Right. <laughs> so it was sort of impossible. Like John was like, "Oh, you should do something before us," and then like you'd walk out, and I'd be like, "How is it?" This? And then cake, cake, cake. <laughs> I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna just introduce cake because it's pointless." Yeah. To because I mean, there's people who are like. Are listening, and there's people who aren't listening, and then there's people who are chanting a word. Right. And once they're at the chanting a word stage, it's just it's too far gone to that, like talk about noticing things. Yeah, I heard uh, Bobcat uh, Goldthwait tell a story about opening up for Nirvana, where he said it was like the most miserable thing. He'd go up, he'd try and say stuff, people would just yell and throw shit at him. Yeah. And like and, and like nail him pretty hard, and then like he'd like try and say jokes, and he'd look on the side, and like Kurt Cobain would be cracking up. And like, a, like he'd, he'd get off. he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I really bummed. He's, and Kurt would be like, No, it's perfect. It's exactly uh, why I wanted you here. Right. I mean, I it was the, yeah. the stuff I've done with bands has generally been pretty. Like Modest Mouse, I toured with them. Oh, that how was that? Out. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was in smaller clubs in Florida, maybe like five, six years ago. But uh, other than two shows, which were slightly terrible, everything actually was pretty good. But you really like. You know, you can only do a certain amount, uh, unless I guess you're you're maybe very famous potentially. But still, right? You, even that, like, really, there's only so much that people who came to see music are willing to it's hear a, someone talk. It's a different kind of paying attention. You know, it's yeah. uh, It's like when you're seeing a band, uh, you'll pay attention, but you can still talk to your friend every once in a while while the band's yeah. playing. But it's like, and that's the kind of like attitude you take going to the show. But then when there's comedy, it's like you got to be quiet. Or you have to be very captivating as a comic yeah, for exactly. a brief amount of time. Well, and it's interesting to see who, like, who has cool fans and who has just kind of like, yeah, like aggressive, shitty fans. Like, I, uh, I have some friends who opened for um, Tenacious D, right? And they said it was super rough, right? Because you know Neil Hamburger did Neil Hamburger amongst did amongst others, and and I guess it was just it was just. 
uh, they only wanted to see Tenacious D, and there was right. no. They did not give. They did not want to be bothered with anyone else, even right. though you would think, oh, Tenacious D, like fart, uh, fart. Uh, they have fart fans. They have the fartest fans. So you would think so that fart. farting fans would really like stand-up comedy. Um, I mean, I try to do that. I mean, though, I still tour like theaters and, and, and music places a lot more than comedy clubs. In fact, yeah. comics is one of the few clubs that I sort of do regularly. Um, you know, I, I don't do it as much with bands. I mostly do it with other comics, like Comedians of Comedy or mm. like, you know, touring with, I toured with Showalter a lot. Oh, yeah, you, were doing, you, you, you did the you did the, the cool uh, drop-ins uh, for Comedians of Comedy. But what were those, oh, those yeah. tours like? Did, those were really fun. I mean, music venues in general are sort of more fun than comedy club venues because everyone coming to see you there is coming on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. nobody goes, like, I wonder what the comedy is at right. this music club right. unless you know it's there. Yeah. Right. So you end up getting people who are genuinely very into comedy, into a specific style of comedy. You know, I mean, that's, you know, the, the problem sometimes with comedy clubs where they are, you know, trying to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Not Comics New York, of course, which is... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Creme de la creme. Right. But uh, I've already said that comics is pretty good. I think we know that. <laughs> We've given enough. I've comics. even said the cellar is pleasant. But have I said New York Comedy Club is good? I don't think I have done that. No. It's interfering. Oh, it is no. a little bit? No. I should have gone into air. Let yeah. me go on the so airplane mode. mode. No, it's not. I have a phone in my pocket, and my leg is made of radio waves. <laughs> is that interfering? It's awkward. Did, uh, did you hear that from a homeless person? Are you still yeah, that, Zach? I'm still. Um, uh, what was I going to ask? I, I had a great point that I really wanted to launch into about your touring or... Ah, fuck it. We can talk about something else. But you were, sure. you were great on the John Oliver show. And that was really fun. Those, it's very, I don't think people realize it is very difficult to shoot comedy... And have it come off well. You just, right. It's a very difficult thing to capture, and they did such an amazing job. They did actually a good job, and it's funny they like edited and switched things around a little bit, but they actually did a great job. My greatest fear with the like half hour special was because sometimes the, the, the they'll cut ra- like cut it at random, or like sometimes they'll be like, okay, we'll keep this and then remove a tag or setup or whatever. Yeah, and they didn't right. do that at all. And with John Oliver's also, like it was great, it, but it is very hard. And you're always nervous. <laughs> they'll sh- certainly show people laughing but the people at home will be like why are they laughing this didn't make sense well what's funny is what I noticed on a lot of comedy specials and it, this was not the case for John Oliver but they'll cut to an audience member who is expressionless and right. they're like yeah. why would you do that I mean I'm right. sure they needed an edit point but yeah. to just cut to a like, yeah. you, you couldn't get some B-roll of some fucking guy laughing and then cut to that? There was a, in like a, my Live at Gotham appearance, they cut to a guy that was laughing. And like, you know, I'm not saying that it wasn't funny, but he was laughing too hard at what I just said. And well, I didn't believe it. Well, it's probably because they use random, it's not like, they use random laughs. Like they take a laugh yeah. from a killer yeah. joke to from put another, on your, from another they'll spectrum. tell you like, act like it's going well regardless because we can always sweeten it. Right. You know, and they'll also say like, oh, you can redo a joke, but the truth is the idea of coming back out to like say a joke you already told again, Right. it's, nothing could feel more false. It already is false to pretend you're having a one-way conversation that's all funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let alone to do it twice in a row. Yeah. When we Matt Bronger, uh, his power went out during his uh, Live at Gotham appearance. And then, so he had to restart his set because it glitched, like, whatever he had already taped. Uh, and then it happened again. 
Oh. That's how off the hook he is. He fucking he just blows everything. Weirdly, that didn't happen to Sinbad when he taped his outside in the wind. <laughs> when they when we did it when when we did the hard and firm half hour, the other other comic who was shooting his half hour at the same time, um, he went short, and so they made him come out and do like another eight minutes. Oh my god! Oh, he only did like short. twenty. He only did like twenty-two minutes. minutes. Oh, the actual uh, amount. Yeah, yeah he, he did like twenty-two minutes, and they're like, uh, "You got to go back out and do like you know like eight more minutes." So we had to come back out. Did he have like like he had eight more minutes of stuff he wanted to do? Yeah, he just I think he just kind of wrapped. I don't know if he was nervous. I don't know what happened. He right. just wrapped it up early right. to the point where. He was like, all right, thank you, good night. And everyone was like, what the fuck is he... <laughs> what, right. Why is he not still telling jokes wow. out there? Because they're very thorough. Like, they make sure yeah. you have the time and you have to, you know, to sit down with lawyers and go over your set and actually s- say, to a, say to a panel of adults... Yeah, I had an awesome... Or, or go I mean, on. Is this, is this like you saying something filthy and you have to say it very seriously to like a, like a bunch of adults where you go, can I say gayer than come on a mustache... And then, you know, you have a lawyer say, yes, um, you know, we'll probably bleep out cum, like, but it's very factual. I had, I had this thing where I had a line and it was, uh, ready your brain mouth for my mind penis. And they were like, how many words are between mouth and penis? Wow. And then they called, like there were 12, like 10, 12 people in front of me and they called someone higher up to go like or, or a lawyer or whoever it was but literally like they couldn't decide and they were like we have to take this to the next level and called someone and they were like we'll have to beep penis so now as a result in my special it seems actually like I said cock yeah. and not penis because yeah. why would you because at home you'd be like well it's not like you'd ever beep the word penis you right. must be beeping something much worse yeah they told me that I had uh, the word glory hole in my set on Comedy Central and they said well we're going to have to beep out glory and I said well that means they'll, everyone will think I'll, I've said asshole and it won't make sense. It'll be a completely different joke. And so I said, well, can I say whole of glory? And they're like, no, that's fine. <laughs> so it's uh, weird. You know, standards and practices, there's no, like, hard and fast rules. No. And technically, cable does not fall under the same rules of the, F- of, of the right, network right. FCC. They just do it willingly for their advertisers. But it's funny it's that true. it really just depends on the mood. You know, like on Web Soup, I, 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 will have, I will go in and have these very serious discussions with the standards <laughs> and practices people, like... Can I say um, tight pussy hole if there's a picture of a cat squeezing through a dog door? And they're like, well, if you... Yeah, same with you, John. If you, if you space out pussy and hole, you know, and yeah. it's just these insane... And you, say, and you mean space out with other words, or you mean pause and go like pussy... Oh, <laughs> like, you mean that? Don't go up on the last. You can't. Song, you can't. That's too rapey. It sounds oh, rapey to say it that I way. I do. I do like that. There will be intonation. Like, yeah. that that's part of it. Don't smile and show your teeth when you say it. <laughs> but I think it's funny that someone will go home at the end of their workday and be like, "Yeah, I fielded a lot of dick calls today for my television job." That actually yeah. is. The idea that all day long people are like calling you and being like, okay, can I sh- say I'm going to shit in your mouth? No? Okay, well, can I, what if I said, uh, I'm going to shit near your mouth? Like, on your stuff? <laughs> near. Well, just give yeah. up. No, no, we got to work on It's not the preposition this. or the location yeah. that we're worried about. Um, it's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's where. It's mouth, <laughs> exactly. It's mouth shitting gay. Okay, so I can shit on someone's knee. Yeah, that's not a thing people normally do. Yeah. So you can, there, you can do an effective amount of knee shitting. <laughs> do your par- are you, your parents are Russian? Yeah, yeah, we all are. Do I mean, they- not all of us, like you guys, but meaning me and that's my parents. That's not how parents. it works. God, Russians think everyone's yeah, Russian. Yeah, yeah. Right the now. second you, you are born Russian. All of us are together in this journey. It's like radioactivity where just me being 
in an area. <laughs> Am I thirty percent more Russian? Yeah. If someone came because in with a guy, I irradiated, irradiated you with my and you'd see the needle go up in your hair. Over. Oh, Leftover oh, channel oh, radiation. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Do they? Do your parents uh, understand? I don't. I mean, I've never heard you talk about your parents. Do they understand what you do? Do they get your humor? Do they? Yeah. I mean, they don't. How Russian are they? They're so Russian. Because you were born in Russia. Yeah, yeah, I was. And then came here with just a bunch of leanies and... Uh-huh. <laughs> and a dream in your heart. A dream. Some some caviar and a dream. Um, yeah, they understand it. I mean, you know, they... they I mean, we've been here for like 30-something years. Uh-huh. Um, and by 30-something, I think I mean the exactly 30. Oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so... It's not like they watch tons of comedy, right. like stand up, but uh, they yeah they speak English to, and get it. And do you, you, do know, you speak Russian? Yeah, I do. I speak Russian to them. Have you ever performed in Russia? No, but one thing I'd like to do, in case anyone wealthy is listening, um, is do a documentary of going back to Russia for the first time. Well, I hear that in Russia, comedy performs you. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I think performs is a strong word, but yeah, it's definitely a threat. I w- I w- I'm interested to hear about this. So, so what? Like, what are the what are the sort of social dynamics? For, for comedy in, in Russia, yeah. Um, you know, I've watched some Russian stand up on TV, mm-hmm. or not on TV, on the <laughs> internet, right? And um, it's funny, it's like, well, in a sense, because they didn't, it's not like they've had stand up like we did for as long, so some of it is, you know, one man showy, some of it is just, I guess, the sketch, like sort of sketchy or weird, like some of it is crazy, and then some of it is very, like, hokey, mm-hmm. where, you know, and we're just like it's people inventing stand-up as they're doing it one of the funniest things though i saw was someone doing what essentially was pretty normalish stand-up and then the they it was on, it was like there on tv and i said on on uh, the internet but they kept cutting to the wings where there were people in weird costumes watching and laughing and you know the way that here you cut to the audience in this they periodically cut to the wings but they would but people would change so you'd all of a sudden see like a guy in a bunny suit laughing and then they'd cut away and then they'd cut to someone with like a monocle in a tuxedo <laughs> and, and these people were just hanging out it wasn't like it wasn't meant to be funny it wasn't part of the joke right. it was just like they were showing like people hanging out and like the performers watch each other like it was that tone wow. but as a result it was so funny because <laughs> they would also show the regular audience and show the stand-up um, but I don't really know I mean part of it would be that if I went there I would explore what comedy is like there you know it certainly probably isn't it, it, it's it, like you probably couldn't have nearly the kind of political comedy we have because right. you'd be murdered <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um you know, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of it, you're allowed to be as homophobic as you want from what yeah, well, gathered. That's, well, that's good. <laughs> it's like Eddie Murphy's raw. So that's good. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're just, just inventing Eddie Murphy raw. He's just there. getting over there. It's, yeah. a, it's a fucking, it's it's like Deadwood of comedy over in Russia. Like, now's yeah. the time to get over there and yeah. start to Exactly. Start the money that could jokes. be made for me doing. But I could, I've never performed in Russian, though I would, I think, if I went there, do it. Do you know how faggots like to touch men's penises where they pee? Good night to you! <laughs> Sorry, by the way, I apologize for doing a Russian accent in front of you. That was probably very rude. How good was, was it, though? Uh, you know, on a scale of ten. Right. <laughs> on a scale that allows for no other numbers. <laughs> it's ten to ten. It is a ten. Which I won't say how good or bad it is. The scale is a ten At the only. same time, the best and the worst. Exactly. <laughs> See how sneaky I am? It's a single digit scale. Exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, so, what uh, are, is there... 
why don't, what's your, what's sort of your process? I mean, like, do you have a specific process or is it just like, do you sit down to write or do you just... I do, yeah, I do. I mean, I sort of do a variety of things. I'll sit down to write. I'll go someplace, like to a cafe or something or walk around or, mm-hmm. you know, I think I try a variety of things. I wrote a book and when I did that, I'd often, which I wouldn't do for stand-up, like, I'd go, like, to some place, like, you know, I went to, like, Seattle for a week, or I wrote somewhere, like, I'd go mm-hmm. up to Amherst, Mass, a lot, and write there. Um, Why Amherst, Mass? Uh, he's from Boston, so he know he's a mess. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, at the time, my girlfriend lived there, <laughs> so I would go, but I would, like, go and stay for, like, a week, you know, as opposed it's pretty to... pretty boring there. Uh, well, not if you have to write a book. I guess it is if you want to stay up till four, partying. <laughs> but it isn't if what you'd like to do is hang out with your girlfriend and write a book. That's right. Then it's All right, perfect. fair enough. Okay. I also went to school there. I went to Hampshire College. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, so I like it there, even though I agree it can be dull. My my um, my experience with uh, with a Russian. I, it was, to be fair, he was a Russian open mic comic. Mm-hmm. But when I was in college, um, I was in this stand-up comedy club mm-hmm. where we'd meet once a week and help each other flesh out material and then you know a couple times a year we'd perform in the dorms and there was this one guy started coming to meetings I don't even know if he was a student at UCLA but he was in his 50s and I feel like his name was Dimitri and it was not Dimitri Martin and um, no one could ever understand anything he was saying but he would end all of his jokes with the word pussy ah! like that was the punch where he'd go and over here, this guy is coming up to me, and I like this. Where the pussy? And he really <laughs> hit that word hard. Would it work? We thought it was hilarious. Maybe not for the intended reason, but right, it was right. gorgeous. Oh, um, that's so funny. And then, um, and then he stopped. He stopped coming. I don't know if he's still. Do you think he still does stand up? I think yes. He's the pussy comic. <laughs> uh, he could be huge, uh, huge in Russia right now. Huge pussy comic. Huge pussy comic. Yeah. Which is different than having a huge pussy and being a comic. That is totally different. <laughs> that is, it, it's, it's stylistically different. Um, what? Uh, so what are you going to do for the show tonight? You're just you're just doing just a five-minute set, stand-up. which I'm sorry. You're just doing stand-up? No, no, no. That's all. I mean, I. it's not like, oh, let me do an hour. I mean, are you reading letters? Or are you? Are you uh, I'm going to tell a few jokes, like a few jokey jokes. <laughs> and then I'm going to show a little pamphlet that I received. Uh... uh while I was walking down the street, and then I will do something involving little notes on napkins. Excellent. So we were I, I, before I inter- before I hijacked your your writing story with pussy comic. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking a little about your process. So yeah. you know, like what when you're when you're writing stand up, you do sit down to write stand up. Yeah, I mean, and also you know, I'll sit down to write it, and then often I'll like go for a walk or something and think about it and mumble to myself, mm-hmm. and then I'll write down what I've mumbled, and then. <laughs> You know, I try a variety of things. I think, like, I sometimes, like, doing only one thing, I feel stagnant. So mm-hmm. I think I do a variety of stuff to write. Yeah, I'm, and your act is, reflects that because you do a variety of stuff in, right. your, in your performance. Yeah. And do you do you feel like you're kind of getting to a point where you're, you're going to shows and people are requesting stuff? Or, like... No, you know, I will say that, no, I don't think... Uh, rarely... Or people don't really request stuff. Though I always find that funny. I mean, I totally get it why you would request a thing, but it's also like it's a joke you've heard. Like, I feel self conscious about doing stuff I think the audience has heard. Right. Um, But yes, I mean, on a rare occasion, people request stuff, but not really. I mean, it's amazing. Like, you you do all. 
you literally are like when I think about you and your comedy, I think like, oh, he will. He's not afraid to do any kind of anything to get across, right? Uh, you know, a funny idea. Well, when I was in Amherst, a place some find dull, <laughs> others adore. Uh, P.S. <laughs> Which is on the billboard. <laughs> Matt Myra uh, loves Dave Matthews Band. So you know what? You can use that on a scale. All right. Well, let's a we'll... scale of shit. Well, oh, <laughs> wow. Two on the nose, Joan. I'm gonna have to give you a penalty, but two on the nose. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want Dave Matthews listening to the most popular podcast and accidentally getting his feelings hurt. So I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> but he might write a killer song about it. He might a good hurt feeling song that'll Crash. turn into a four hour jam. And lyrically, it'll be terrible, but musically, um, it's fantastic. But yeah, no, the violin will be good. Um, <laughs> when I was at Hampshire uh, and did a show in the basement of my dorm. And there were no comics but me, and then like sometimes people who'd come from Boston that I'd met. Mm-hmm. I would try to just get random people who I thought were funny to like tell a story or do improv or whatever it was. And sort of in the the thing that came out of that ethos was anything that I did that like worked as a comedy thing and made an audience laugh was mm-hmm. fine. You know, whether it was stand up or whether it was reading a letter or a fake diary or whatever it was. You know, so sort of from that and then afterwards when I moved to Boston and did comedy there. And it's still reflected in my act, where basically, as long as it works, like, like as long as it, it's funny, it's fine to do. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I think, the stereotype of alternative comedy is, like, someone coming up with, like, a flute and making some noises and being like, <laughs> you don't get me, this is existential. Yeah, like, 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 daring the audience to laugh at yeah, it. I dare you to laugh at this. And, and that isn't, like, to me, it's just simply you're doing different stuff in alternative spaces. Yeah. And, like, you know, and it, it's... But it's funny. Like, it's still comedy. It's not like it's um, uh, obscure, like, references in art. Or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it's meant to be comedy. It's meant to be funny. So I think as long as people laugh, um, then it's fine. Why? Well, I, I mean, I... Hey, everybody. We're going to have a 10-minute still show. That's 10 minutes still show. Thanks, guys. We're going to push it five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, that's part of the ambiance right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm out of here in 10 minutes. People on wow. speakerphone. Jonah's out of there in 10 minutes. Well, um, all right. Well, so we'll probably need to wrap this up in a second so the show can start and we're not loudly talking back yeah. here uh, during Jonah's set. But um, I assume EugeneMerman.com. I've, I've, yeah, yeah. Is there another site or do you have a side blog? or you, did, Just EugeneMerman.com where I do have a blog uh, and I have Twitter feeds. Do you still um, have the baby picture singing? I do. You can still <laughs> click on it. I have like a blog, but also the baby picture is still there. Okay. And then at Eugene Merman on, on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. I it's I'm so I'm I'm glad we're friends, and I'm it makes me yeah. happy to like watch people that I've known for a long time like really start, you know, like getting recognition and, mm-hmm. and having people because then then I always feel like yes, this is exactly what I have known, you know, and it's right. nice it's Thanks. nice a that I'm not an idiot selfishly, <laughs> and b that uh, that other people are getting to share in that experience too. Um, yeah. So thank you, thank you for being here. Thank Eugene you very Marmon. much for having me. Eugene Merman's on Twitter at Eugene yeah. Merman. Probably Follow also on Facebook. Me. Yes, you I am on LinkedIn? Facebook. Are you LinkedIn? I oh. am actually on LinkedIn. I get so many LinkedIn invitations. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm afraid of it. I am afraid oh, really? of it, too. Well, how else are you going to recommend yeah. a graphic designer? That's true. <laughs> how else will you find the right programmer for your... We'll start hitting you up for LinkedIn Whatever. contact. Can oh, you, my God. Can you help me out here? I just I I can't need that entry. To get a bunch of weird business people. I need a pa- I need a Pakistani app developer. I need an HR ah. person. <laughs> I actually do need an HR. Person. <laughs> I need to fire people in the audience gently. <laughs> so it's not working out right now. You and yeah. Eugene are not on the same page, What's and your... we're gonna go in another direction. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, good night. I love you. Thank you. Bye.
All right. So uh, we also uh, we noticed in the room um, two chipper. Very happy. Yes. Um, These guys are delightful. Youths. Yeah. Peppy, I would say. Peppier than normal. Yeah. Extra peppy. Little, uh... What's your guys' secret? Why are you so happy? Oh, boy. We're just, uh... <laughs> we take a drug called sunshine in the morning, and, uh... <laughs> and in the moon at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so we came ready to play, Chris. We're always ready. Put me in, coach. You're trying to. Uh, I think. I think what happened was they heard the uh, Tom Lennon slide whistle episode. Oh yes, very popular. Like, yes. We love slide. We whistles. do love the we slide really, whistle. It's a really fun way to, to you know make friends when you're out at a, yeah. you know an auto show or uh, you know a uh, any <laughs> sort of auto, uh, auto show is real popular with the slide, slide whistle show. Slide whistle show. Yeah. I'm also gonna say just a fun way to whistle. Absolutely. You can put it in I'm Gideon Lamb. Hello, Gideon Hello. Lamb. Hello, is this right here? Yes. My name is Jeremiah Smallchild. I don't, think you, I don't have to get that close <laughs> I don't to know. Jeremiah. Um, okay. This is God's Pottery. Hello, um, hello, hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. Hello, America. Hello, downloaders. Hello, a group of uh, a couple of uh, <laughs> Christian Christian youths that we saw. They were playing some songs outside, and we said, "Hey, you guys should come in and." Oh, uh, so nice of you. And you yeah. know, like, and be a part of the podcast. Yeah. And, oh, thank yeah, you. We're really thrilled to be a part of it. Thank you uh, very much. Yeah, yeah we're pretty jazzed. We're it's like the radio from space. It is like space radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like space radio, but it's not live, so no one can actually hear you right now. Okay. I mean, they can when they hear this. Okay. But I mean, right now, this is not being piped out live. Slow down, Professor. I'm sorry. No, I, I get a little ahead of myself. I like the nerdy stuff, but um, so you know, like, do we have just a little bit of backstory on you guys. Like, what I, are you? You know what? We are old friends. We are from the Midwest. Uh-huh. Uh, we. Uh, I've been to there. Sure. Yeah. Great. And uh, Great. we. Uh, you know, we were friends for life, really. We yeah. both went to Christ Our Leader College. Mm-hmm. Uh, I majored in uh, non-contact sports. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I majored in Christian practicality in the everyday, every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just our love of, of singing and strumming. And where, where, uh, where is Christ Our Leader College? It's, oh, it's, it's in the Midwest. Midwest. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. You probably played okay. there. You guys have probably played there. Probably not there. in like your town, USA. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Are you there? Are you guys a couple? Or are you together? We're a couple of fun guys. We're a couple of yeah, we, uh, laugh smiles. No, no, he's, he's he's asking whether about our homosexualness. Frequent misconception. No, we are not. We are not. Uh, no, sir. We are not in that uh, in that way. Uh, what we are are two bachelors who just love women. And uh, we but your t-shirt women. does say virginity rocks. Well, it does, and uh, I do subscribe to that belief. Those we, are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, look, we mistake. love. Women, we love uh, the idea of being with a woman abstractly. And, you know, we love women so much that we are not willing to settle, you know? Right. We are waiting for Mrs. and Mrs. Wright. And if that means that we have to just keep living together in our one bedroom uh, with the bunk beds and the cereal every morning, then that's, that's just the way it's going to be. You know? the, uh, what kind of cereal do you enjoy? Oh, Raisin Bran. Well, we make it. We, we also make we make, make a lot it. of our own cereal. Yeah, 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 out of twigs and acorns and stuff that sure, we sure. find. And, yeah. So and, the uh, Lord provides you with cereal yep. meat. And we like to use goat's milk as well. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah, nice. Wonderful. Yeah. Isn't goat an evil animal, though? Uh, in the wrong hands it can be, yeah. but that can be said about anything. But when Even you use, jello or whatever. When you, you use the goat's whatever. milk, you are making the goat be giving. It's we're, you know We're getting it involved in that dynamic of, 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 of you know Christian giving. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the end of Star Wars when Darth Vader became, when he took off the robot hat and he became Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> I think do you that, remember that? There's, there's good I think in that might have been the end wow. of Jedi, Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi. I remember that's that That's what part. I mean, the Star Wars. Well, we watch all three straight through. Oh, so <laughs> that's, what, that's what he means. So there's good in everything, even yeah. if there's a bad misbehaving goat. 
Maybe take off the robot head. Maybe take, some, <laughs> take off the robot head and enjoy some of that satanic tit milk. I was wondering. Okay, well, we're we're I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I swear. So, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring the mood down. But, yeah, the internet's open to anybody, I guess. <laughs> um, I notice. Uh, I notice you have a book there. You oh, guys yeah, have. Uh, yeah, we're very proud of this book we wrote recently. It's mm-hmm. called "What Would God's Pottery Do?" The the subtitle: "The Ultimate Guide to Surviving Your Teens and Or Being Successful." Yes. Exclamation point. Exclamation yeah. point. Yeah. There are a lot of exclamation oh, points oh. in this book. I'll bet. Yeah. Your faces yeah. look like exclamation points. Oh, yeah. thank, thank you. you. Actually, <laughs> the no, you're actually wearing the same outfits that you're wearing on the cover as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of our go-to, uh, go-to uh, uniform. Yeah. Uh, wear it uh, pretty much all around town. We do have different different outfits. We've got sleepwear uh, we mm-hmm. like to wear. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah true. had a, a lovely a lovely woman made him sleepwear in the in the style of his tri you know tricolored shirt. So yeah. great. We have photos yeah. of that in the book actually. Hey, oh you, yeah, yeah, you guys wear sandals. Is that a nod to uh, the big Christ. man? That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. J Dog. <laughs> well, you know, it started as a nod to the big man, uh, and then I discovered that everyone should use the big toe loop. I mean, it's just <laughs> such a great way to control your sandal. Uh, and. Uh, Jeremiah goes. Uh, For me, I like the socks because you know you step outside in the autumn. You know, and <laughs> it does get cold. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Do you not get cold wearing short khaki shorts and no, sandals? No, I run because it's run literally like hot. thirty degrees My outside. My body runs York. very, very hot. Okay, and, uh, I've just always it's, it's the way he made me. So, uh, so, you, so you're constantly running cold. a fever. You might be sick. I, I don't know. I don't know. I get I get sort of flushed. And uh, sometimes I see... Well, you know what happened? When I was a child, this is actually when I discovered uh, Christ. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, was, I tried to fly, as a lot of kids did after they saw the Superman movie. And uh, I fell out a window and I landed on <laughs> like my Superman. head. And it was right after I, I landed on the back of my head that I started having these visions of Jesus. You know, and, uh, similarly, that's how time travel was invented. Yeah, did you uh, see a flux capacitor? Right? Well, were you trying to hang a clock when you were flying? Uh, yeah. You slipped on the basin... No, sometimes the toilet hit yeah, his when he head came on. to oh, it, this. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's it's Doc Hollywood. Yep, yep, yep. 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 That's a Michael Doc Fox Hollywood. movie. That yeah. was Michael Fox's Michael Doc Fox Hollywood before he began with sure. his disease. Now I uh, he's so brave. He began. He really is. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think he took that on like a role. I think that may have just happened. Well, well, he would uh, he would make a great person with that disease though in a movie even. I guess he sure. Yeah. Who would play it better than yeah. Mike? I couldn't help but notice that you have. A, uh, a guitar, sure. a left-handed guitar, actually. Yeah, left-handed. It's a little. It's it's kind of a, it's a sore sore spot for me. Uh, left hand is the hand. sinister hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Do you feel like that? That I, God has challenged you. Yeah, he has. Jeremiah is trying to get me to learn righty, um, but I'm really not good at it. And he, there's a lot of scolding that goes on in our lessons. So. I like to let him know that he was just born a little bit wrong. Well, okay, <laughs> you know, I'm trying my best. Um, um, so, ooh, someone's at the door. Oh. Sorry, recording a podcast in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Well, you know it's live entertainment here. Right? Sure. Hey, look at that. Oh, oh someone oh, got thank a you comics so hat. Much. Nice. Thank you so much. Oh. Thank you, John. Yeah. John's guys, comics. Great. This is what you get when you start performing in comedy clubs. You get hats wow. with comedy club names <laughs> no, on. Make sure to tie oh, part of that. that would, Do I, would I actually have to cut a piece of this off? I would say cut off the back flap right there. Well, the back flap is how I size it to my head. Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to donate well, a good sizing to the Lord? It's, you know... It's a donation okay. to a greater cause. 
So all right, well I'll I'll tear this off and give this uh, to now. How do I know I'm giving it to the Lord? Who do I just throw it in the air? Oh, just, just 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 drop it in any drop church. Drop it in a plate. Yeah. Sure. Dro- so drop, drop it torn church. clothing in a church and be like, here's. Try your... to avoid the Catholic churches, but any church. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. All right. Well, I mean, I went to the Catholic school, but I, I'm okay. okay. Oh, that's oh, wonderful. Good. That's a good start oh, for you. Yeah. 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 Thanks. That's a good Thanks. start. I appreciate that. Yeah. I I, I would love. Uh, I would. If you guys would you play oh, a song? We would love to. We'd like to play a few songs because we do primarily sing about the issues. Uh, we are a youth-oriented outfit, mm-hmm. and uh, there are three songs that we don't get to play a lot. Sure, we thought yeah. we'd give them yeah. a shot. And here you know today. what? Please, the, the, the youth of today—they're into little bite-sized nuggets. You know, they, their their attention spans are, are a little short. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to accommodate, you know, to their taste while still giving them a message. It's sort okay. of, uh, you know, a little bit of sugar in the in the medicine. Yeah, yeah. please. So, uh, what, what is this? What is this milkshake? What is this song called? Well, this first one is for all of our friends, our Latin American friends. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, they're they're good people. They, uh, I think, Mexican. Wow. Are the people. leading exporters of smiles. <laughs> and this is they the put the I can in Mexican. <laughs> oh, God, that's these, good. These days they're the leading importers of smiles, like the way they sneak it in here. It's just a. Uh, oh, I don't know. We love America and they do too. I this don't, is, uh, this right. is a song we wrote to all of them and it's called Congratulatinos. Okay. <laughs> here we go. And. Tu soy mi amigo, tu soy un amigo de la mundo, we need you more than ever. So, so there we go. Like, <laughs> that was the whole song. Yeah, yeah. These are all really just short, songs. short but sweet. So it's a, it just said, "I um, Jesus." It's oh, it's in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I get the other language. So, so basically, yeah. you're saying, yeah. "Oh Jesus, you're my friend. Yep. Yes. You're you're yes. a friend of the world, and we need you more than ever because yeah. there's a lot that of part trouble." That in English. If yeah. that sounds familiar. But we say, okay. "We need you more than ever." We, we, we say it with our. Oh, you roll you roll your tongue to make it more. Yeah. Make it more authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and we another one here. Uh, boy, girls, w- yeah. women, women, girls, yeah. and women. Yeah. We really support them in their cause. And uh, what, we, what is that cause? Would you say? Well, just getting we what they deserve. Well, you know, it kind of goes back yeah. to original Adam and Eve. You know, and sure. Eve took the first yeah. risk and kind of messed things up a little bit. <laughs> so, so you feel like so you feel like ever since then it's all like a lot of stuff. It's just women's they, fault. They've had general. a well. They no. They've well, had a lot of yeah. a lot of people blame them for 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 more than they're responsible for. That's right. And know? we actually wrote yeah. this song to let them know that they're okay. And yeah. in fact, the title of the song is "Women Are People Too." Oh, good. Well, yeah. uh, they'll be thrilled to know that. Here we go. <laughs> and. It's been tough out there, just trying to get by. You made strides in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. (laughs) And no matter how many college degrees or careers you have, you will always be my pretty lady. That's, no, that's, that's really nice. nice. Yeah, that is. Because it's just yeah. you know whatever they achieve or yeah. don't achieve, boy, they're pretty, pretty, Keep on, pretty to look at. And, Keep on trying, because yeah. you're always going to be pretty. That's wow. That's yeah. really that, nice. That's a really, say. that's a really yeah. Swedish message. What a nice oh, nod yeah. to the glass ceiling, you know? Yeah. 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 Did you find that uh, you know when you guys when you guys perform that women are you know do you have groupies? Sometimes yeah. we have had we some do. difficult situations. Uh, you know, let's come hang out. Say, let's have a diet yeah. soda. Mm-hmm. Let's have a second diet soda. Sure, and then oh, let's the have a second or running. third hug. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, hey, hugging's good, but yeah. you've got to be careful because. Yeah. 
you know, sometimes it's How a gateway hug, a hug, and, you're, you know, and then you get into something else. It stops being you know? a hug. Have you guys ever heard of the Christian side hug? It's no, uh, it's, it's, it's like you just hug, like, you know, next to yeah, somebody. So your genitals, the one arm, so your genitals yeah. don't face each other. You kind of steer them out oh, like a rudder. Yeah, it's a well, Christian side, side hug. Is a good idea. Yeah. I like that, yeah. yeah. It's for you that. guys. Take that back. Can we? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that yeah. could have gotten us out of some uh, Get it to the Midwest. Yes, indeed. And also, maybe be a new way for you guys to, you know, hug each other in your own lives. Oh, that would be wonderful. No. Yeah, mix it up a little. No friction. Sure. We're always we're always looking for new ways to hug each other. Is it not okay to masturbate or anything? It is not. Okay, we don't have time to do that song. <laughs> Slam dunk on yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, Michael Jordan? <laughs> Shoots, he scores. We're not going to do it now, but we do have a song called "The Beast with One Back" that's all about the difficult issue of masturbation. And so, if people wanted to hear that song, where would they where would they go? Do you have a Do you have a web? Oh well, godspottery.com is where it's a good repository for all our all our stuff and your messages. Yeah, and uh, we you know we're on Twitter and uh, Twitter. Good uh, Godspot. Pottery is the the handle, and yeah. you know we try to just you know comment on the issues of today and pay homage to uh, you know those who have passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook, so if you want to just hang out online, check sure. out some snaps, some photos. Uh, How do you guys feel about MySpace. poking on Facebook? Oh, uh, oh, the Facebook poking. It's uh, it's a slippery slope. That's, yeah. uh, that's that's the problem we have. It's uh, you know, you start with one poke and then you got a super poke. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, we are poke buddies. Let's not let's be clear about that. Jeremiah and Gideon are definitely poke buddies. Sure, but uh, oh, but, you really? Know, sure. Oh, yeah. sure. It's okay. just a function on Facebook. You oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Wonderful. Well, um, do you, I think you have one more song that uh, well, we yeah. just wanted to do it's one a, more. It's a cover, actually. Uh, yeah, we, we a, don't do only originals, no, and in no. fact, uh, there's a lot of material out there that isn't that cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, there's a lot in the Christian canon, a lot of old carols, Christmas mm-hmm. carols right. and the like, uh, that are just beautiful songs. But the kids today, mm, you know, it's a little old for them. Yeah. Right. So, so what you, we like to do you hear is some uh, of those Christmas carols, and it's a, it comes a snooze fest. Yeah. So, you say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we say, hey, let's 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 wake it up. Let's yeah. wake it up. Let's wake it up. So we do is we take the 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 song and. We put cool new lyrics to it to, oh, to, to great. make it sort of hip for the kids. Yeah. So, this so is, like uh, a Christian Weird Al kind of a thing. Oh well, no, yeah, okay, no, but but, yeah, uh, but our not work weird. is more serious. Not weird. It's more yeah. like more like uh, like Christian Al, important, important Al. Sure. I'd say I'd say important Al. Okay, yeah. important yeah. Al. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this one is if you all are familiar with the song "Away in a Manger," which, mm-hmm. you, which you should be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we uh, re-lyricize. Oh, cooler version of it. Imagine if Jesus was a pretty cool fellow. Yeah, check it out. He is. He is. No, but in modern times. But imagine like a kid, like a goatee and a well, just what? Ah, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. And away in a rock club that's packed to the max. The awesome Lord Jesus strapped on his sweet axe. The girls in the crowd all swooned while he played. The awesome Lord Jesus would surely get lots of new friends that night. Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's what really it's really about. about. That's what it's all Making about. Friends. Going to the club and, and getting lots of new friends. And maybe side-hugging somebody. Yeah. Right. Now, that was dangerously just, close to rock and roll, I think. Well, you know, we do like to live on the edge a bit. Uh, you know, we like to rock out, not too hard. But uh, we grew up on some tough stuff, you sure. know, Simply Red and Loggins and Messina. So we, we're no we're no strangers to. Yeah. You know, some of the more... song. What do you think about you know like current 
hip hop and rap groups. We so. support urban music. We do, and we urban absolutely people. Absolutely support urban people. Well, what are urban, urban people? What do, you, what do you mean urban people? Oh, just people who live in the cities. People it's are very a, urban. You can tell. It's, a, it's an usually, urban. It's I mean, a, we're technically we're, te- we're technically in a city, so we're all urban. Well, sure, sure. Well, but it's a it's a when you it's go a fine line uptown, uh, like into Harlem, they sure. get a little more urban. It's I mean, black people. Well, no, not just. Uh, I certainly look. Let's be clear. We have many black friends. Oh, yeah. we, uh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. the Reverend Wesley Tree Crotch. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Just a wonderful man. Sure. Runs uh, the congregation uptown in Harlem. Wears a bright uh, blue suit. Just a powerful, just a... strong oh, yeah. man. He's got a great baritone voice. <laughs> just fills up the room. I think he played football in high school. <laughs> he he's a he he's a big fellow. Yeah, and you he wouldn't want to get on his bad side. And a friend of ours. He's a black man. And his blackness is not a big deal. So. It's, well, that's generous. Yeah. That's yeah. very generous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, well, we don't see color except for rainbows. Oh, that's beautiful. If we see one color, we see them all. <laughs> that's good too. Right? Oh, so you're a fan of rainbows. We yes. sure are. We get high on rainbows. Do you feel weird that the uh, homosexual culture has co-opted the rainbow? You know what? It's okay. There's enough to go around. Yeah, there are plenty. There are always new rainbows being made. Well, and, so you uh, wouldn't just share the rainbow because that's more of a spirit of no, no, no. We, we would like rain- to share it. But... Rainbows are free. I think they're enough for everybody. Yeah. Can you share something free? I mean, that's the question. Mm. Yes, I think is the answer. We always try to. We do. We do try to. <laughs> well, this, this has been delightful, and I'm so oh, glad I asked you guys to come in, and you know, we get to help spread your message. And thank you so much. People thank you for having well, you us. Weirdly touched my leg. I'm there. sorry. I didn't mean for that to be uh, weird. It's. Uh, it's just, uh, it was just when we make friends, we like to grab them a little, and now there's grabbing and shaking. And, and honestly, the, the tip of your finger got really high oh, on my leg that just time. Kidding, wow. Chris. Oh, just, it's just a fun, yeah. We, we just make up games. How high can I grab your thigh? Oh, you know, that's a good <laughs> fun, fun weird game. game. I don't know it's if so you guys do play, play it together. Yeah. 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 Is there tickle fighting? Is there... Oh, sure. We like to play Who Can Stand the Closest. Yeah, oh, that's a We often play a game called Who Loves Jesus More. Yeah, which can that can get a little heated. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I usually win, but uh, <laughs> well, uh, people should pick up your book. Uh, what would God's pottery do? By yeah. Gideon Lamb and Jeremiah Smallchild, the ultimate guide to surviving your teens and/or being successful. That's Maybe right. Both. Which Maybe is available in bookstores, and I imagine sure. on uh, Amazon. Everywhere, yeah, everywhere, yeah, everywhere on fine books are sold. Or, Sure. It's available virtually everywhere and everywhere virtual. So, <laughs> oh boy, here we go. As you, uh, you know, any just a final message for the for the teens out there before we before we let you go. You, you know, know, we got a show coming up here, yeah. but uh, if it, you know, it, come and see us, or, or just hang out, just keep downloading and having fun, and just believe it. And every time you smile, a boy with no feet can run a mile. That's a gorgeous wow. way to end the show. I think so. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I hope we can give you feetless boys smile running. Thank you very much. The end. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.